0: It's the Hoffman Show on the Team 980, always live as well on the free Odyssey app. Coming up in just a little bit, our NFL tiers. Normally we do them on Thursdays, but short show tomorrow, so we do them today. But right now, a conversation I'm excited for, uh, one that I've been waiting to have all day after reading his piece this morning on Anscape. Uh, Anscape senior writer Martensi Johnson joins us on the guest line to discuss a piece he did where he went down to Capital One Arena and did this crazy little thing called reporting. We've talked about uh, how the reaction within D.C., and specifically within Black D.C., about the Wizards leaving and, and how upsetting that is for cultural, social, et cetera reasons. And Martenzie went down to Capital One Arena and actually talked to folks at the games uh, around the arena and, and about this and, and how they felt about it. Uh, and Martenzie joins us now. Uh, Martenzie, appreciate the time, man. How are you?
1: I'm good. How are you? That uh, that that welcome to D.C. It, it doesn't have the same ring when you say welcome to Alexandria, Virginia. So they got to have to update that, I guess.
0: Yeah, I do wonder. Like wh- one of the reasons that I feel like this hurts so much for so much of D.C. is like a- as you talk about in the piece, like they take GoGo and make it the G League team. And you're like you realize that all that stuff's got to go now, right? Like you can't you can't benefit off the district, and you know they play that song all the time at Capital One Arena. You can't play that anymore once you go to Alexandria. Like, that belongs within the, within the border.
1: Yeah, yeah. Chuck Berry doesn't hit the same uh, in Alexandria, <laughs> I'm guessing. But, yeah, I, I imagine if this thing goes through, when, when or if it goes through, um, yeah, they're going to have to do a little bit of rebranding because, like I said, it just doesn't have the same ring to it when you're doing all of this in Virginia rather than in, in D.C.
0: So, obviously, the the why you write this piece is, you know, we've been talking about this for a week now. Um, you know, I, I thought Michael Wilbon was the first guy I kind of heard, put it so succinctly on, on PTI when this news came through. He's just like, you're taking the city game out of the city. And everybody yeah. knows exactly what he meant. But, like, well, how did you want to attack writing this story? And, and how did you how did these conversations go with folks at Capital One Arena, whether it's fans, vendors, et cetera?
1: Yeah, yeah, so. The- in no way is this situation unique to DC, right? Like when I first heard this and I'm a transplant here and I just started covering the team this year. So I didn't know that this was even a consideration for this, this amount of time. But so I kind of got caught off guard by it last week. And um, it, when I first heard it, all I could think of was Atlanta leaving Atlanta to go to Cobb County. All I could think of was, the Warriors leaving Oakland to go to San Francisco, right? Like you build this reputation, you build this culture, you build this community um, in in the cities that you're in. And in the moment that you can go out to the suburbs, the moment that you can get more money from certain places and not the place that you're actually in, that hits people pretty hard, right? And so I was thinking it must be the same in D.C. in that it feels like it's not just a move, right? It's not just going four miles. It's not just going across, across the Potomac River. Like, you're taking a lot out of this city by moving this team. And so going into it, I, all I prompted everyone I spoke with was, how do you feel about this move? And then it all just came out, right? And there's this general frustration, right? Like, they, these people, for proximity reasons, for one, like a lot of them work in D.C. or live close by D.C. And, like, this just adds another 20, 30 minutes. To their commute they can't exactly walk there if they if they live downtown or work downtown so it's that but also you're moving to a place where i'm not not all and i only spoke to six seven people so it's like it's not representing a sample but it's enough to know that it, it's something to it they don't feel particularly safe going to virginia uh virginia police don't have the best reputation nationwide or even local locally apparently so um i I just went into it, just wanted to ask people how they felt. And and like I said, they they, they don't want the team to move. They're conflicted in a way because a lot of them uh, understand that, yeah, D.C. is on hard times right now. COVID has devastated not only D.C. itself, but the Chinatown area where, where the arena is. So they can understand wanting to chase more money. But overall, I think they would all rather the
0: team stay. I think the the part that is like most shocking to a lot of people reading it is probably the policing part that you reference, and and a lot of your piece does reference obviously the the violent crime that is up yeah. in D.C. and a lot of the folks you talk to are like, yeah, no, we get it, like there's there's some issues that need to be worked through here right now. But how surprising was it to you as someone who's new to the area to to learn that actually for the folks that are going to games right now. Going to Virginia actually feels less safe to them.
1: Yeah, I mean that was sort of surprising because, like, don't get me wrong, I don't think DC police got the best reputation either. But for sure, it's something. It's something about Virginia where it's not just a police thing. Like talking to people, and they're they're not they're sort of speaking in cold or euphemisms, so they're not really really saying what they mean. But they're like, you know, I just don't go there. There's nothing for me there, mind you. Um, Alexandria has similar things that DC has. But it's like I, I never go there. Even myself, the only time I ever go to Virginia is to go to Reagan Airport. Right? I'm literally leaving by coming there. Right? So um, it it just it doesn't have the best reputation amongst the people that I spoke to. Again, it, it's not representative. But with the people I spoke to, everyone just kind of you can see it in their eyes. They like twinged a little when I when I said the word Virginia. Like it just seems like such a foreign place, even though again. It's less than four miles from where Capital One is right
0: now. Martensy Johnson wrote a fantastic piece in Anscape. Highly recommend reading it, uh, which you can get to. Obviously, you just go to Anscape.com or also link through ESPN.com. Uh, and he joins us here on the Hoffman Show. Um, as far as the crime in D.C. part of it, what what did people say about that reality and wh- who they blame yeah. or how temporarily temporary or not they feel like that issue is?
1: Yeah, and, and, and I wanted to definitely put that in there because it's a thing, right? We all, I imagine you follow these Twitter accounts that tell you the happenings or the, the crimes that happen around sure. here. Like, there's, there's no denying it, right? This is actually happening. Now, how much influence that actually has on the move, I couldn't tell you, right? Because, again, I put in the piece when I was there that day and the other days that I've gone to Wizards games and the other times I've just gone to go to the uh, restaurants and stuff around Gallery Place, It just seemed like people standing around, right? Like, there's a guy next to us when I'm talking, see me and Bobby Caldwell, right? Like, this guy who I'm speaking with is just selling hats. Like, it's nothing much really going on, but, you know, how reputations happen, like that sort of stuff. But, um, I mean, just the, the conflicting part for me, and maybe some of the people that I spoke with hit on this is like, can you fix the crime issue by giving $500 million to the Wizards? I don't have an answer for that. Maybe if you give them the money, it revitalizes the area again, mind you. But it revitalizes the area, and then people have more money, and it leads to less crime. I don't know, but it's it, I don't the people who wanted to stay, they did identify like, yeah, it's kind of an iffy situation to give public money for it. But again, I don't I don't know how you solve the crime problem, whatever it may be um by giving money elsewhere rather than to the resources that are needed to prevent the crime rather than try and stop the crime when it's already
0: happening right which for whatever it's worth has been my point all along is like leonce should have stayed and he's very rich and he can pay for it but he took 1.6 billion dollars for virginia and technically that is (laughs) yeah it's it's his prerogative but you then get to the question of what is lost and yep. that when you, when you get to like the cultural element of this and, you know, you're talking to to folks who are playing music or selling hats and like that's just kind of part of the part of going to a Wizards game is like you get off the Metro, the Go-Go's going on trash cans. You got seven dudes who try to sell you a hat in the half a block you walk <laughs> to the door. Like that's just part of the experience to me and it's part of what makes it a unique experience going to Capital One for a Wizards game, even though when you get inside. Uh, You've seen mostly a bad basketball team over the, well, I've been here since 2015. You can do the math. But like when you look at this as as a writer and a columnist and a journalist and as someone who's covered things in other places and you you mentioned Atlanta, Cobb County and and Detroit and and what they've done now actually going back from the suburbs into the city. What's gained? Mm -hmm. What's lost here through your eyes uh, with this move?
1: I think you lose a segment of your, 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 your fan base, your population, right? On, on one hand, like, again, it's just a move a couple of blocks, right? With with uh, San Francisco, it's just going over the bridge. But, like, that's another transportation cost for people. To pay for these days, like, ask Warriors fans how much more they're paying for tickets to go – to see the Warriors play now compared to a couple of years ago when they were at Oakland, right? So you, you start to price people out. You literally kind of separate yourself from them and it becomes, and not to say this is a bad thing, but it becomes a, a wider fan base when it's still the, the product on the on the court is black, right? And you, like I said, you, you're taking so many people out of this and it's just from chasing money, right? Like, this, like you said, the owners could have stayed. He has enough money to buy another team if he wanted to, right? But like, he saw an opportunity to have to pay less for this new Arena complex or so kick ticket, but when you're chasing money all the time, sometimes you can be blinded by what's most important to your fan base. They want to see a competitive team, obviously, but they want the atmosphere to feel right. Like, for people who live in D.C. or the surrounding areas, they want to have access to it rather than, again, additional metro stop or having to drive a few extra miles or really 30, 40 more minutes, right? So it sometimes when we put money first, uh, other people suffer, and we're kind of seeing this here with DC because it's the people seem devastated more than anything else. And the move isn't even for another five six years, but like they just seem genuinely hurt that the Wizards, as they know it, the the DC based Wizards, like it's no longer going to exist.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, I I just I'm looking up at our YouTube stream right now, and as as a comment, uh, Tommy T says, "People go to Landover," and I would I would point out to Tommy, no, they don't. Like you go to I I go to Landover for games. There ain't a lot of people in the stands, and, and there's also yeah. a huge difference in ten times per year for football, including preseason. Uh, especially because yeah. they haven't had any playoff games there in a while um, and 41 times a year for hockey or basketball in this case. Um, so I, I think that like the math, well, I think what's going to be interesting Martensi, and I think that we're a couple years away from being able to have some real data on this, studying it with some of these other places that you mentioned is what, yeah. is there a financial cost? Like, does it wind up being worth it or is what you lose with the personality and the character of your team, not to mention longtime dedicated fans who don't actually go to the games anymore and stop supporting the team, um, it doesn't wind up costing you money to, to chase the short term dollar?
1: Uh, I mean, I can answer that question now. So, in, in the press conference from last week, the governor of uh, Virginia said this is going to have a $12 billion economic impact on the state. 30,000 jobs are going to be created. There have been countless studies, <laughs> both in the US and abroad studying uh stadium financial deals or public deals um the olympics the world cup there's big fanfare of oh how much money this is going to bring in, how many jobs but in the end those numbers are never reached it never really benefits the area that it's supposed to maybe washington will be first i don't know but like i think we've seen enough that whatever they're touting as the benefits of this is not going to pan out exactly as they say it will um, rich people will get richer but I don't know everyone else how
0: they're going to benefit from that. Right. Does it, it pay off for Leonsis? Maybe, but he'll probably be the only one if, if it even pays off for him. Um, again, yeah. Anscape.com is where you can find this piece. Definitely check it out. Martenzi Johnson, senior writer at Anscape. Martenzi, this was great. Uh, hopefully I'll see you around somewhere here in D.C. since you're in town, uh, probably at a Wizards game, uh, and, and yeah. so, certainly have you back on the show at some point in the future.
1: No, thank you for having me. Uh, having me, and also welcome to Excel- Yeah, See, it doesn't work, Alexandria. It just doesn't. It just doesn't ring the same way. Please.
0: Yeah, no. Welcome to <laughs> Anthony. You'll have to work on a remix over there. A welcome to Alexandria <laughs> remix. I don't. I don't have a lot of faith in you, and that actually has nothing to do with you over there.
2: I was about to say I can uh, see who I can contact, but uh, I don't have it right. Maybe now. this
0: is the it's project for like Jeff it, finally. Possibly. <laughs> Yeah, Put your we'll, TV
1: out of time in his hands, you
0: know? Somebody can make it. <laughs> hey, if you pay people enough, they'll do anything. I think that's actually <laughs> exactly. the lesson here. Uh, Tenzi, thank you. <laughs> thank you. All right, that is Martenzi Johnson with us here on the Hoffman Show. A great conversation earlier in the show with Clinton Yates on this topic as well, and kind of a bigger conversation about the sports bubble and who gets rich and who does it and all that kind of stuff. Really good stuff with Yates. Uh, that'll be up shortly on YouTube as well, at Craig Hoffman. We get back, Anthony and I hit our NFL tiers on this Wednesday. I normally do this on Thursday, but uh, since we have a short show tomorrow, we'll do this today, and that'll kind of be the last thing we do. So stay tuned. Don't go anywhere. The Hoffman Show will be back in three minutes. It's the Hoffman Show on the Team 980, always live as well on the free Odyssey app, streaming live on YouTube at the Team 980. Uh, again, thanks to Clinton Yates and uh, Martensi Johnson for joining us. Today on the show, uh, we got uh, probably no one on the show, if I'm being honest, tomorrow because the show will be quick. Anthony's not even coming in. Anthony's not even showing up.
2: I will not be here tomorrow.
0: No, it's 4 to 4.30 tomorrow. Mm -hmm. I'm not showing up either. I'm doing it from home. I'm not coming in for 30 minutes. Sorry to the bosses. I don't think they'll care. I don't think so either. Yeah, I'm, I'm good on that take me longer to get here and get home than it would to do the show Anthony what should we do on the show tomorrow we have 30 minutes
2: I mean you have EB EB Uh, will talk maybe you also have a question revolving around Ron Rivera and his competency competency
0: you can spell it you just can't say it yes competency yes uh Yeah. Essex producing, so there's, I mean, who knows what nonsense we could come up with.
2: Or maybe, you know, chat with Rooster. I don't know. I think we should just make Rooster do an extra half hour. We should both get the day off. I think we should be in favor of, all in favor?
0: Aye. No one's here to say nay. (laughs) Boss is on vacation, I think. That or he's about to call in and be like, sir? Or Russell's about to call in and be like, nay! 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 I think I can handle 30 minutes. It'll be fine. Oh, yeah. uh, so looking forward to that tomorrow, 4 to 4.30. Then we're back with a full show on Friday. Uh, but do we bother to try to knock out a tear now, or do we just cram it all into a solid 15 minutes at 6.30? I think we should do that. Uh, did you have your chicken salad? Yes. As good as you remember it? Even better.
2: Wow. Was the bread that we had this time the same bread that you, that uh, was used last time? I think time? so.
0: I think so. We we've yeah. been pretty consistent on the Dave's Killer bread for a while. Yeah, we get I like the yellow. It. We get the yellow one in case anyone's wondering. Uh, Dave's That's, Killer.
2: Yeah, Dave's Killer bread. Dave's
0: Killer. bread. It's Dave's like, killer yeah, bread. it's got like some nuts, some seeds. Yeah, good whole grains. It's mm-hmm. got a great flavor to it.
2: Yeah, I thoroughly
0: enjoyed it. Yeah, thanks, Dave. Your killer bread. Um, also, Anthony, I did something today that most of the time is miserable. And it actually didn't suck that bad. What'd you do? I went to the DMV. Oh, you finally got
2: through over there.
0: Yeah, I did. This has been a bit of an adventure for me this week. Yep. I I went to I, so Monday I had stacked up. I was I was like I'm gonna be productive. Like this is gonna be great. So Monday, my plan was go get a haircut, which I did at one o'clock, and that's in Shirlington. And then uh, my drive back over, I would just go to the DMV because the Southwest DC location is right across the street from us here in Southeast, literally right at the street that it's across is Capitol Street, hence the Southwest Southeast. And I put it in my GPS to go and it's like closed. And I was like, you Mm. muckety muck son of a, Mm. Mm, 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 mm. dang it. So then yesterday I was like, well, I'll just drive and go. So I get, I'm getting ready to leave and I get a text from the one and only Linnell Willingham, who was initially going to tape his Overreaction Tuesday segment with us sometime in the three o'clock range. And instead, he's like, Can you, I can be available now. And then he had all kinds of problems, all kinds of just, of course, only Linnell, computer charger, this phone won't update that. By the time we finally get going, and then we went a little long because, of course, we did. That is a that is what happens when we start getting talking. Um, luckily, we have all kinds of time. As Linnell is going to be in for Logan on the Take Command pregame show this weekend, we have all the time in the world. Um, but Linnell uh, and I wrap up, and now all of a sudden, I don't really have time to go to the DMV. So I was like, "Son of a gun! I guess I got to go tomorrow." So I go today, um, and like my day was kind of weird today, schedule wise. I had I had physical therapy this morning, uh, knocked that out. And then I really wanted to work out and didn't have a chance to do that because uh, I couldn't do it before PT. And I was like, you want know what? If I just go knock the DMV out, then I'll have a ton of time at the gym. And that's exactly what I did. And it the only, the only delay, the only hiccup was, it actually took me a second to find like the front entrance. The GPS took me to like a back way. And I was like, where is this place? And I was like, aha, I found it. Get in there, I must've waited 15 minutes I've waited three hours at DMVs before. Oh, I'm already knowing, Craig. It's the worst. I'm already knowing. Like, there was a chance that I was going to have to leave because I was going to have to do the show. Nope. 15 minutes. And I felt like I had, like, a bit... We got in a weird spot where we moved. And as we were moving, like, our car, my car registration expired. Like, you have 60 days when you move to change addresses. But when we went to change the address and like, you can do it online, but when I went to change the address, I had to, it wouldn't let me because it expired. And like, I obviously didn't want to renew my registration before because I was going to renew it and then need to change the address. So we got in kind of a weird pickle and I was explaining this to the lady and she's like, I got you. 15, 20 minutes. Even though I had, and most of it was, like, me having to, I apparently had a, we had a camera speeding ticket that I was not aware of. Whoa, That sucked. Because I was aware of it, I would have paid $25 instead of 60 because of the late fee. Dang. <laughs> but I had to pay that. And then once I, once I was able to pay that on my phone, so most of that time was me, like, typing in my credit card and stuff, filling out the form, um, I was in and out in 15 minutes. Or in and out in less than 30 minutes. It was amazing. Those are the best. The absolute best, in and out. Yeah, and then I got my a nice long gym session in. Feeling great. It's actually been it's been a good day, Anthony.
2: What day was it? Leg day, chest day, arm day, back um, day. I did day.
0: like a thirty minute easy run, and then I did some legs.
2: I did some legs today too. Some
0: re- rehab inspired, but still legitimate leg workout legs. Some, nice. some split squats with some modifications because I'm trying to get I gotta get my foot in the right position.
2: I still got to get down to uh, Rachel's gym.
0: Yeah, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta get you down there. Yeah, we gotta have you take a, one of her classes. You're gonna die. And it's gonna be great. Nope, I will not die. Oh, you're. That's part of the fun. Okay. Let's uh, let's let's see if we can do that next week. We're gonna we're gonna schedule that. All right. Uh, in the meantime, next we will blitz through our NFL tier rankings on the Hoffman Show. It's the Hoffman show on the Team 980 always live as well on the free Odyssey app. All right, let's get to our NFL tiers. Normally we do this over the course of about 25 minutes. Anthony, we have to do this in about well, we can give ourselves about 13-14 minutes probably at most. So, we got to we got to get going. Do you have them in the rundown? Yes, they are there. Boom. I see you. There we go. All right. Uh, prime contenders. Uh, the, the four, if you're new to this, because you, we normally do these at 530 on Thursdays, but because we're not on tomorrow at 530, uh, we're doing them now. We have four categories. Prime contenders, puncher's chance, interesting but not quite good enough, and no chance. Prime contenders is defined as a team we would not be surprised to see in the Super Bowl. Miami Dolphins. They 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 won 30 to nothing. Check. Niners, look amazing. Check. Uh, Chiefs, fine performance over the Patriots. Check. Then then the Ravens. Check. Then we get to the Eagles and the Cowboys. How do we feel about Philadelphia having lost three straight games, Anthony?
2: I'm not going to overreact here. I'm going to leave them here yes it looks bad that they've lost three straight games um but at the same token i really feel as though they just you know
0: i'm with you i don't you don't have to justify further yeah i still believe that this team is going to work out its problems I honestly think this could be one of those things where they look back and they're like, oh, that was the stretch we needed. We exactly. you know, we were flawed, but we needed to lose some games so that people mm-hmm. took it seriously and that we actually fixed them because it's even if you know it's too easy to skate by if you keep winning, yep. this could be the stretch that saves their season even if it looks bad right now. Uh, Cowboys. I can't come off of them after the loss was bad. I can't come off of them yet. They're still 10-4 and, and and one of the best teams in the league, I think.
2: Cowboys look like the Commanders week three when we play the Bills. That's how bad their offense was.
0: Well, to me, that brings us to a conversation about some of the teams and punchers' chance. Mm. Do we need to move the Bills up?
2: No, I'm not going to overreact because, again,
0: but we they gave just, them they too much back... leeway
2: early in the season, Craig. They got to earn their stripes, Craig. See, to me, though, Big like, win, though.
0: the way Allen is playing – I would not be surprised if they're in the Super Bowl.
2: He didn't do anything last week. But he did two weeks ago. Yeah, two weeks ago he did.
0: And that's the thing is, like, they won without him doing a bunch. And if it's not all on him, and they had a ton of injuries on defense, Mm -hmm. and obviously it's McDermott's first time calling plays in a while. If they figured out some of this defensive stuff, which I know they won a shootout against Philly a couple weeks ago, and then they looked great last week against a Dallas team that's not as good on the road. I don't know, man. I'm willing to wait one more week. There it is. But we we need to like put a, an asterisk by them to say, hey, if they win again, they need to move up.
2: The thing is, we probably should move them up just because of the fact they went out here, they dominated a team that's already in prime contenders, and their schedule gets easier. They have the Chargers and then the Patriots, and then they conclude with the Dolphins.
0: If they blow out the Chargers – They're going to Easton
2: Stick or whatever his name is. He stinks.
0: Yeah. I mean, it was real bad. But they've beaten – I mean, their last, what, three weeks are – They beat the Eagles. They beat the Chiefs. Now they lost to the Eagles. I'm sorry. They lost to the Eagles in a a barn burner. But the week before, they blew out the Jets. Yeah, spanked them. 32-6. They lose in overtime to the Eagles where Allen plays out of his mind. Mm -hmm. Bill's – Twenty to seventeen over the Chiefs, they win there. Yep. Uh, so then they they beat the doors off of the Cowboys. So you got three teams in a row and prime contenders. They went two and one, and the one is an overtime loss on the road in Philadelphia. I love it.
2: I, I, hey, you're going out here, and all right, handle
0: your business, and we'll move you up next.
2: Exactly. Week. Let's go.
0: All right, Lions. Do they need to move up? I like them where they are. I do too. I just. Every time we get close. Every time they do something silly. Yep. They finish out with the Vikings, the Cowboys, and then the Vikings again. Ooh. Obviously, if they beat the Cowboys, they need to go up. No question. But let's see what they do against the Vikings. Yes, sir. This weekend. And then if I think if they beat them handily, then we should probably put them up. Although what we'll probably do is wind up being like, well, if they can beat the Cowboys, whichever team wins, because that's what we do. Uh, Jags, are they still in puncher's chance, or are they they need to go down? Nah, they're
2: uh, they're still in puncher's chance. Their schedule gets a, a lot easier though, and I, I promise you, Craig, they're probably gonna finish the season uh, with the defense really going crazy. But again, I, I'm not falling for it. I think they're a fools goal, but I still will leave them in puncher's chance.
0: Texans I think belong there Rams I think belong there Broncos mm. they just lost right they did just lose they just lost to the oh they got spanked by the Lions
2: yeah we elevated them now we're going to demote them again
0: I think I think so I mean I I just don't think the Lions and the Broncos involve or belong in the same neighborhood you're right so, Broncos, sorry, you're going down.
2: I think we need to move a team up, though.
0: Uh, All right. I think that team is the Cincinnati Bengals.
2: All right. I think we need to move two teams up then.
0: Oh, who are you going to say? The Browns. So, here's where I'm going to make – I think we need to make tough calls. Okay. I thought you were going to say the Bengals, and I actually think that they – No,
2: the bang, the Bengals, I, I agree. But I think you also – if you're going to move the Bengals up, you also got to move the
0: Browns up. I actually don't think either of them belong up there. Here's oh, why. Either? Here, here's why. Talk to me. This st- this sticks with the definition, right? Mm-hmm. Puncher's chance. Would you be surprised if they wound up in the AFC, in that their case, but they're both AFC teams, AFC title game?
2: The thing is with the Bengals, they have a lot of good players. They have the T. Higgins. They have the Jamar Chase. They have Jamar Joe Chase. Jamar Chase just got hurt. He did, but I think he'll be back.
0: He will eventually.
2: But you – if you have to compete against that, Jake Browning, he's he's going out there. He's performing. He is. I think the We're Bengals still... can be a – maybe. I don't know.
0: I, I need to see – if Browning keeps playing like this through the end of the season, fine. But couple games, small sample size, yeah, they're good. I mean, I'm so impressed with Zach Taylor and, and what he does and how he's found a way to make Browning – let Browning cook. But would you be surprised if Jake Browning wound up in the AFC title game? Hell, yeah, I would. (laughs) Would I be surprised if Joe Flacco led the Browns to the AFC title game? Hell, yeah, I would. I think they're awesome stories. I think they're super interesting. I think they could be pains in the butt. Ultimately, in a playoff game against the Bills, are they going to win? No. Okay. So I I think they stay.
2: I can respect it.
0: All right. Then we get to some teams that I think need to move down potentially. Uh Uh-oh. Steelers. Yes, no chance. And this this is the tough part about the end of the year. You just get the teams where you're just like, hey, are you as bad as the other teams in this category? Like you almost need a subdivision of no chance. Like, oh, uh, ran, ran out of time <laughs> and been here. Like, are the Steelers and the the Panthers in the same neighborhood? No, no, but kind of. You know what? T J. Watt alone not, keeps the Steelers up for one more so? week. For one more week. The Falcons, who still could win the division, lost to Carolina. They have no chance. Yeah. They have no chance. And this is like, do you think they can make the playoffs? And they're going right? back
2: to Tallahassee this week.
0: Yeah. Like, congrats. Maybe they'll be interesting for the next three weeks. They're, they shouldn't be taken seriously. Your punishment for losing Carolina is you have to join them. Seattle, very nice win. Huge win. Um, they are teetering on the potential to go up to puncher's chance, yeah, to they're, be honest. And they're... They fit should the we, definition. Interesting. We, Very interesting. I actually think Seattle... I'm going to put Seattle up. Ooh. Um New Orleans. No. no. Do they need to go down? No, I don't think they need to I go down. I think they just stay. Yeah. Tampa. Stay. Like, they probably are the best team in that division, but that's that's yeah. not saying much. Indy. Stay. Yes,
2: yeah, stay, but I... I like I like what Indy's doing, Craig.
0: But I like again, it's
2: brewing over like,
0: there. Like, hey, could they make the playoffs and maybe even win a wild card weekend? Yes. Are they making the AFC title game? No. That, and that's what interesting, but not quite good enough is. Hey, they
2: went out here and beat the Ravens before. Their defense is right. But you got to do that
0: twice. You got to yeah. do that twice to yeah, make right. when you're a wild card team mm-hmm. to make the title game. You're not winning, and winning that second one is is hard. Uh, Green Bay, damn Pat, Minnesota
2: they got one more week to move now
0: yeah unfortunately i think the quarterback stuff might finally catch up with them yeah. um and they've got who do we, who are we just talking about that the they've lions got twice. yeah lions twice yeah it's going to be a rough rough end of the season for them Bengals, browns broncos all interesting but not quite good enough uh carolina congrats on your win you're still no chance arizona the giants uh new england tennessee tennessee
2: they just they're lost. still
0: t- they're still too far away Yeah. Oh, and they – no, they just – no, that's right. They did just lose to the Texans. The Texans. Fought them them close. They're probably the best of this bunch. Uh, Vegas, Jets, Commanders, Chargers, Falcons. I will say the Falcons don't really belong with those other teams, but you lose to Carolina, and that's your punishment. Yeah. That is – you get to go to poopy town. Mm. Mm. You hate to see it. All right, that's our NFL tiers. Uh, We'll do them a couple more times heading into the playoffs. Over the next couple weeks on Thursday, typically that's at 5 30. Again, our show short tomorrow, but we'll be back with the full edition on Friday. And we get back to wrap up this edition, full edition of the Hoffman Show. Real things, real people said, into real microphones. It's the Hoffman Show on the Team 980, wrapping up on the free Odyssey app, streaming live on YouTube at the Team980. As well, bet MGM tonight follows us, as it does most nights here on the Team 980. So last night, NBA action, Anthony. Uh, is this Ali LaForce clip, by the way, that you pulled? Is that Steph? Yep. Okay. Uh, so I, I can tell this story and then hit the the button. But um, Jalen Brown made a grave mistake. Jalen, the Celtics were cruising uh, against the Warriors. Finals rematch from a couple years ago. And, Jalen gets Steph on the post and backs him down, scores, and won. And then he does what I think is the dumbest current celebration in all of sports. The too small. Now, Anthony, you're younger than me. You're more in, in touch with the culture than me. But you also nodded your head.
2: I mean, if I'm Jalen Brown in that situation, I don't do that because that's poking the bear. And sometimes you don't want to. Poke those kinds of bears. No. You know, those greats that you're playing against.
0: I just think it's it's so dumb. Now, look, have I yelled too small when I posted up a smaller player before? Yeah, but the, like, let me. All the way down to the ground. Yeah, like, it's clown behavior.
2: I, I think I will only do that if me and whoever was, like, going at it, if we were really passionately going at it. He was trash talking. I'm trash talking. Now that's a part of my trash talk. Or if it's a joking manner, I get one little bucket. Yeah, would I do that? Oh, would I small, do that to you? Man.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Would I expect you also to do that right back to me, even Probably. though I'm four inches taller than you?
2: If I posted you up at score, I would definitely say, Craig, you're too small for me.
0: Yeah. You know what I would do? I would just lay in the ground in the fetal position and cry. Um, but like to do it, NBA, there's certain stuff that like you're all in the NBA. You don't need to do that. Yeah. He's not, too, okay. What is he going to say to you? Not good enough? Too bad? All-star Jalen Brown, $300 million Jalen Brown? I'm Steph Curry. I'm that mamma jamma, if you will. Well, what did he actually say? Let's find out, shall we? Real things.
2: We're not going to be f- <laughs>
1: this year. Real people. 5 and 11, not very good. Set into real microphones. You know, the culture is actually damn good. <laughs>
0: So before that point that Jalen Brown uh, poked the bear, Steph Curry, I believe, had 16 points. Afterwards, he had 20 and a Warriors win locked up post-game with Ali LaForce on TNT. How much do you live for these late-game pressure moments? You probably shouldn't
1: ask me
2: that. <laughs> we already know the answer to that.
0: <laughs> you probably shouldn't ask me that. Don't uh, ask him that, man. Uh, and, I'll, and he also hit... He hit the night night on him. Put them boys to sleep. I should have worn my Steph Curry night night.
2: Did, did you see what Shaq said in the uh, on on NBA on I guess inside the NBA after the game? He,
0: he said that Steph is better than he was, and that he which Shaq never says. Yeah, Shaq thinks he's the greatest ever. Yep. Um, except for actually, sometimes Shaq has a very odd reverence for certain people, and Steph has apparently entered that category. He said it's time to start talking about Steph is the greatest of all time.
2: But I feel like people have already. I think he's already been in that discussion. To be honest, well, as far as like, well, I don't know. Maybe they say greatest point guard, but they they've never really said greatest player of all time. Steph Curry's.
0: I I am an enormous Steph Curry fan. Mm -hmm. He's not the greatest player of all time, and it's not. You can mention him if your list goes like ten deep. I think he's probably a top ten player of all time. Yeah. I think he's pushing the top five. To be honest. Yeah. I mean, he's revolutionized the way the game is played. I think that that matters. Mm-hmm. But LeBron James is a significantly better basketball player. And it's hard. There are like two to three guys maybe who are significantly better than Steph Curry. LeBron James is one. Yeah. Michael Jordan is the other. Um, in terms of modern 1970 on, like, Russell, Bill Russell's so hard to... To judge, he played in an eight-team league, and not that he wasn't great. It's just hard to compare eras in that way. I mean, Magic was ridiculous. Yeah, I think if Magic's- Magic has become underrated, I think just people people are silly about yeah, that. Yeah, people don't know basketball. Like Magic Johnson played 12 NBA seasons. He went to nine finals. A dog. The only person that's ever done that, like something similar, like obviously he won. He only won five, but. LeBron's stretch in the 2010s, where he went to eight straight finals, is the only thing that's close. And um, what's crazy about LeBron is he's played an additional 10 years on top of that, on either end of that stretch. Yeah. Uh, Obviously, Magic's career tragically cut short with the HIV. um, But yeah, crazy. By the way, 55 or 56? I remember 48. Okay, I remember the 48 part. Yeah. So we got 30 seconds left. Yeah. How about some cute advice from Matthew Stafford's kids? Uh, actually, shoot. No, we don't have time to play this. Son of a gun. Uh, guaranteed in real things tomorrow, probably a clip from uh, from Hard Knocks. A new episode out now. Excited for that. Uh, and, and other than that, we'll see you for a very short 30-minute show tomorrow. Well, I'll see you. Anthony gets the day off. Uh, And then Anthony and I will see you again on Friday. It's the Hoffman Show, Team 980. See ya manana.